Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host. Dr. Mystery, what are you? A board certified what? Board certified host here with my co-host, Donna Lee. <laughs> Hello. Happy Saturday, Calby J listeners. Happy Saturday. So uh, those of you that are uh, new to our show uh, or didn't listen to the rest of it, where can they catch the show besides oh. like the radio? All over the universe in any podcast form possible. So we're all over. We're podcastable. We're podcastable. Podcast. Mm-hmm. My favorite those Buzzsprout because we can control that content a little more like give a little bit more information. But you can find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. You said Alexa. I hate to tell you, no matter where you go, mm-hmm. you see all of that information. You do? The, the summary. I thought it was just insane. No, Buzzsprout no. The, the summary, the title. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but that's the Buzzsprout's just the podcasting host. We're so terrible at this. So we if you're so a listener bad. out there and you know how to make <laughs> our podcast more, more amazing, please, please let us know. So there's that. You know, for those of you that are on the podcast, you can, you're going to get a bonus question today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, it's going to be full of dirty words and sexual content. Oh, my Lord. Not at all. For those of you that don't know, a urologist is a, uh, a surgeon who treats a variety of conditions related to the genitourinary tract. What That starts from the kidneys, goes to the bladder, involves the prostate. We treat both men and women for a variety of conditions. And our practice, NAU urology specialist, really prides itself on having a holistic approach. We have a nutritionist. We have in-house uh, sex therapy. Mm-hmm. We have a supplement line. We have all sorts of things that Sleep are trying study. to get you individualized treatment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We still had a lot of people asking why we were doing sleep studies in-house. So you want to chat on that real quick? Well, I think that if you speak to most urologists, they would agree that obstructive sleep apnea, it's a condition where at night you're not oxygenating that well because of usually obstructive tissue that's getting in the way of your the pipe that you breathe from, leads to a number of urologic conditions, urinary conditions, low testosterone, erectile dysfunction. And because it plays such an important role on so many of the things that we are asked to treat, we need to test for it. And that's why we test for it. And I know a lot of offices are testing for it, primary care, cardiology. So it's not out of the norm. Not at all. But you know, I'll tell you that if you don't test for it in your office, the likelihood that when you refer somebody to get tested, they go through it, is very low. And so because we saw that, we said we had to bring it in. And uh, I think that it's made a really drastic improvement on weight loss, testosterone, as well as patients' happiness with our overall uh, overall care. Right. And they get it. The patients are getting it. Like That's right. Their lives are changing. They're sleeping. And they're Including your own too. husband. I know. He sticks that little oral appliance in his mouth and he doesn't snore. It's amazing. That's amazing. And, and I don't leave the bed. That's right. That's great. We love questions mm-hmm. uh, on this show. It's uh, a really big sign of engagement. Our uh, engineers and producers here at KLBJ News Radio tell us that the fact that we're getting questions on sensitive topics really says a lot about what kind of impact we're making in people's lives and really appreciate that. This is the you know, this hour of this show is the longest hour many of you may ever spend with a urologist. Or a doctor. Or general. a doctor. And so if you have a question and you don't know where to get answers from it, please let us know. Even if there are repeat questions, it's okay. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me to talk about the same thing over and over again. Right. And so many people are now listening to the show, so there are new questions for them. That's right. Donna, why don't you go through that first question on the PSA? It was a great question. Our patient sent in the other day. Dear Dr. Mystery, I've had two prostate biopsies in the last year and a half. One MRI. The last biopsy biopsy was late last year. All tests show no cancer, but my PSA numbers keep going up. I don't know what to do. I don't want to have a biopsy every year. What a great question. This is a conundrum. PSA is a blood test that's used to help stratify those men that might be at risk for prostate cancer. But if your PSA is over four, 
you have a 40% chance by the numbers of having prostate cancer and really less than an 8% chance of having a cancer that's going to be a real bother to you. If you've had a prostate biopsy, which is the test done to diagnose prostate cancer, usually done through a probe placed in the rectum Mm -hmm. and 12 or more pieces taken of the prostate gland, and if you have that test done and it's negative, there's no cancer, then the likelihood that they missed something, that you actually missed something, is almost less than 5%. And if you've had another biopsy, can you imagine 5 per, 95, 5% of 5%? Now you're looking at really less than 1% or 2% likelihood chance that you have anything that's going to be dangerous to you. Mm. So number one, really stop worrying about the number because uh, there are a subset of men that are just hyper producers of PSA. They just make very high numbers. Hmm. I've had men that made numbers into the 20s and 30s that didn't have cancer. It, what we use at that case is now we use a different metric called PSA density. We take your PSA and divide it by the volume of your prostate. And you actually have all those numbers in your hand. You know your PSA mm-hmm. for the listener. And your MRI report's going to actually have your volume. And you divide the number. And if the number's over 0.15, then you're at risk for cancer. But I'd be willing to bet, even though I don't know any of your data, mm-hmm. that your number's probably less than 0.15. Then we have other ways to stratify your risk. Mm-hmm. So you already had an MRI. That's great. For those of you that heard our show uh, with Hugo, the, uh, the U.S. CEO of EDAP, which is our one of the ways that we treat prostate cancer, HIFU, he really informed us that MRI of the prostate has really revolutionized the way that we can monitor this disease and look for people that we may have missed. If your MRI was negative and then you had a biopsy, then you're probably out, out of the woods. If your MRI was positive, if it showed something, then you should have had something called a Euronav or MRI fusion biopsy. And that's usually done in the operating room. Not always. Some people have it in their office. But if you've had, a, if you've had an, an abnormal MRI but didn't have a special biopsy, then maybe you're, you may be missing something. But for the most part, people with two biopsies, even if they have an elevated PSA, are not going to be at great risk. You should not be going to someone who's going to keep doing a biopsy every year. Not by any means. Unless there's a compelling reason. Mm -hmm. You should be having advanced molecular tests. We have tests of the blood, like the 4K, OPK, OSOR. We have tests of the urine, like the PC3 test. These are tests that that are above and beyond the traditional PSA to try to stratify your risk for prostate cancer. So... That's the long answer. The short answer is you shouldn't have a biopsy every year. Mm-hmm. You're probably just fine. <laughs> That's and, what I wanted to hear. Yeah, you're probably just fine. <laughs> and there are additional ways of looking at this. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you really go to the right doctor, we're going to give you nutritional ways that you can address your prostate cancer risk. Patients who have high lipid intakes and high body fat percentages and high waist circumference are at increased risk for the development of prostate cancer. If you don't have sex often enough, if mm-hmm. you don't if you don't ejaculate enough, you're going to increase your chance of having prostate cancer. Oh, that's right. That's right. Remember? I forgot. That's My right. husband keeps reminding me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Dang it. Save a life. Have sex. For heaven's sakes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give it up. Uh, and so, we're uh, some questions on that. Oh boy! For sure. <laughs> and so, and, and so, you know, you want to go to a place that's not just immediately concerned about whether you have cancer or not, mm-hmm. but you know how how are we going to advise our patients on how to prevent it? Mm-hmm. And uh, if you don't think that you can prevent cancer or you can that your health has a real change on how you know you're going to live and how you're going to die. I think that you're mistaken. I, mm. I think that I think that we as individuals have a major impact on what can happen to us. Now we're not able to kind of eat or drink or supplement our way out of every disease process. Mm-hmm. But if there are things that you can rightfully make a change in your life, like losing weight, 
like, you know, avoidance of uh, high trans fats, avoidance of carbohydrates, avoidance try of to cancer, avoid, you know, try, try to, you know, don't stop smoking, you know, uh, you know, things like that, yep. that are fairly obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we want to encourage you to do that. And uh, it, we can it, was, help. it was a great question. And if you have been diagnosed with prostate cancer, it's a common mantra here. Get a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Make sure you understand all your, um, all your options. Even if you're completely comfortable with what you're about to do, it doesn't hurt you to hear another person's opinion, mm-hmm. maybe get a different perspective. Uh, we offer um, uh, second opinions here by telemedicine, oftentimes free if you mm-hmm. are listening from outside the area or, or you're listening to the podcast uh, and don't live in Austin. Uh, and we're happy to hear it. Uh, I, lear- I learn so much every mm-hmm. time I talk to a patient that's looking for a second opinion. Not I learn sure. how to talk to them, what they're trying to hear, what they're trying to listen to, what are their fears. Right. And it's okay to get a second opinion. That's right. A lot of people feel weird about branching out of their mm. urology office. Unless you're my patient, then please just yeah, take my us. opinion. <laughs> la, 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 la. Uh, just take my opinion and, and go to bed with it. Uh, and so, then to let people know, telemedicine is over the phone. That's right. So telemedicine. you don't have to leave your house. You can sit and, in your and, car. And, and we that's will call right. You. And you can be in your underwear. We don't, we don't turn the camera on. <laughs> well, we could. No, please wear your pants. <laughs> and so for those of you listening to the podcast, what, what, what's, our, what's our bonus podcast questions going to be? They're, they're, they're the same. Yeah, they, it'll be on Peyronie's disease, which is a curvature of the penis, which apparently affects 10% of men. That's right. And, and I think that we can, we can really talk about uh, insurance coverage. We're going to talk about what are common signs and symptoms. Mm-hmm. And that'll be bonus, bonus, bonus. Yeah. So tune in to the Armour Men's Health Hour podcast. Bonus. Bonus. bonus, bonus. Thank you so much for joining us on this Saturday. Donna, why don't you tell people how to get a hold right. of us? Keep sending us those questions. They're super engaging and keep us moving along um, to answer them. Um, armormenshealth at gmail.com. That's armormenshealth at gmail.com. Our phone number is 512-238-0762 during the week. Thank you so much for this. Our um, website is armormenshealth.com. So check us out and thanks for engaging with us. Have an incredible weekend and we'll see you next week. See you next week. The Armor Men's Health Hour is brought to you by Urology Specialists of Austin. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com. This is a bonus segment. Welcome to what? our bonus segment. A bonus segment. A bonus. That's awesome. You know what men like? Bonus segments. A little extra. <laughs> so that's what she said. That's what she <laughs> said. Um, what uh, what I realized uh, uh, this week is that we had so many questions about Peyronie's disease, mm-hmm. and penile curvature makes up, I would say, a good thirty or forty percent of all of our questions. Mm-hmm. I thought what I would do is just do kind of a a non timed little time uh, like a segment. montage. A little montage. So that way, if you are out there interested in Peyronie's disease, and especially if you ask us a question Mm -hmm. on it, we may send you the link to this bonus just so that you get an opportunity to hear, you know, in a non-timed way uh, what Peyronie's disease is, why it happens, how we treat it, what our approach is. And um, last time we did this, Donna forgot to press the record button. I pressed it. It's something made it stop after 14 seconds. Hmm. It was 14 seconds of gold. It was gold. I was so excited. It was good. I don't know if we can. I'm hoping that we can recreate the magic. I think we we were starting. That's for sure. But I've got the first question pulled up. So uh, go for it. 
Uh, I have Peyronie's disease. Is there anything that can be done for this, Dr. Mystery? Does most insurance cover this, or is it all out of pocket? Okay, and what's the second question, just so we can... Well, it's similar. Yeah. But I don't have it no, in front of me. Keep okay, talking, so, so um, Peyronie's disease, um, kind of, when we talk about what it means to a patient, is generally a lump in the penis, often associated with a curvature. The curvature can mean any direction. And it's sometimes associated with penile trauma. But the vast majority of the time, it's not associated with trauma. And the curvature can be quite off-putting for a lot of, for a lot of men. Mm-hmm. Beyond curvature, you can also just have the nodule or what we call an hourglass deformity, where in a certain area of the penis, it's not as uh, thick. And that can actually be very off-putting also. And it can, when you're having sex, because that area is kind of uh, thinner than the rest, it can actually bend the penis or lever it, and that can be uncomfortable to a lot of guys. It can be associated with erectile dysfunction. About 80% of men with pronies will have low testosterone, and um, it's something that can come on overnight. Like, okay. literally, you wake up and you got a banana for a penis. How does that happen? Why is it overnight? It is unknown why the deposition of scar or collagen is so rapid, oh. but it can be extremely off-putting to men who all of a sudden will wake up with a different world of a penis they're embarrassed in front of their wife um it just it just can be very uh and that's why i understand why people ask questions because you know it's something you're probably not going to call your friends and ask about because Mm -hmm. it's such a deforming kind of abnormality i woke up and my penis that's right now uh there's the acute phase and chronic phase of peronies in acute phase um you can it can be associated with pain so you can actually have pain with your erection which is again tremendously debilitating from a sexual standpoint and if you're just getting nighttime erections you get pain so you can't even it's not even like you can avoid sex you can just get an erection and it hurts Um, then there is the chronic phase where the pain usually resolves now the importance of the acute versus chronic phase is that in the acute phase or in the first you know 12 months or so the curvature can actually change it can get better or worse so when you do treatments in that first 12 months or in the acute phase, you're always worried that somebody's going to perceive that, the, that, that you did something that made the curvature worse, mm-hmm. when in fact it could have just gotten worse on its own. Hmm. What we do in that acute phase or right when it first starts, or we do try different kinds of medicines. We can try vitamin E, colchicine, pentoxifylline. These are medicines that we would classically try. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really what, we're tr- what, what I think um, in my experience happens is that it helps with the pain it doesn't necessarily cause a reversal of the curvature Mm. Um, we also do a laboratory evaluation we and in our practice we do something called a penile doppler where we'll actually inject a medicine to um, uh, make the blood flow to the penis uh, more robust and then we can actually check and see how does that peroneus curvature affect your penis's ability to hold blood. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, our partner here, Christopher Yang, is an expert on Peroni's disease as well as an expert on penile flow. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's right, the, quite, quite the erectile <laughs> man. He's got, got the great name for it. That's right, Yang. <laughs> you know, I, I never, is it the first time we're talking about his name? Yeah. That's awesome. Patients mention it all the time. So Yang. <laughs> um, and so uh, he, if, if, if there are some patients who um, uh, do have a history of a remote trauma in their penis. And so... Um, wow, that's really yeah fascinating. Right, here's the other question. So Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, Dr. Mystery, I'm already under a doctor's care for testosterone. I do have significant Peyronie's disease. Do you treat this at your clinic? 
I know every case is different. Ballpark on how long treatments last and how long before I see results. So that's great. So so that. when patients, that's a great lead into this next part, which is when people have had the Peyronie's disease or curvature or nodularity for several mm-hmm. months and we don't think it's going to um, get better or we think it's stabilized, then we start offering them treatment. Mm-hmm. And in our, in our office, we will replace your testosterone. Mm-hmm. Generally, you're going to be put on some type of daily medicine, like a daily Cialis. Mm-hmm. And that's really so that your erections are very robust and you get lots of blood flow to the penis. And so that when you're having sex, even if it's curved, it's not going to bend. Why are you making a fist? Just a visual interpretation. <laughs> I can't wait till we do these shows on Facebook Live. <laughs> And so, and so we don't want that your erection to curve at all uh, while you're having sex or get bent uh, acutely. Mm-hmm. And so that's why we put you on that. Um, we either use something called a, a penile straightening device, which is like a, a mm. special clamp that, like, it's almost like a cast or a splint Ugh. that stretches the penis. And if you're interested in learning more about that, please uh, email us, and I'll send you the link or uh, oh the, the kinds of. Uh, 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 products that we that we think work well that made my tt hurt and then and then it works great it works great <laughs> so. and it makes your penis longer actually wow. which is really nice hey. we have a lot of patients use a vacuum erection device again mm-hmm. for the same reason of getting a very rigid robust erection that maybe strengthens or pulls that that mm-hmm. that that plaque a little taut uh, then we use verapamil injections, which are a series of injections that are given in our office over 12 weeks weekly. Mm-hmm. Very inexpensive and covered by insurance in most cases. And then the real um, winner of the Peroni's class of drugs and treatment is Xiaflex, X-I-A-F-L-E-X. Xiaflex is an enzyme that was derived from a bacterium called um, Clostridium, and that enzyme breaks down scar and so uh that's called collagenase Mm -hmm. it works for contractures of the hand in some contractures of the feet and Hmm. these 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 contractures of the penis it's delivered in an injection form it is covered by insurance if you if you meet certain criteria and those criteria include a curvature of a certain duration a curvature in a certain location and a curvature of a certain angulation and those are all things that we'll be checking here in the office. Um, how it's paid for by different insurances changes, and so, um, uh, it, but it's certainly something that uh, can be paid for. And that helps, probably in my experience, about 60 to 70% of patients mm-hmm. are helped sufficiently with that. Awesome. Finally, though, in terms of treatment, we have surgery. Mm-hmm. So there are patients that do benefit from surgery. There are three types of surgery that we perform for Peyronie's disease. The first one is called a plication, and that's where if your penis is curved one direction, we put stitches on the other side mm-hmm. to make it straight. Right. The second is called a patch graft phalloplasty. In that case, we remove the scar, that nodule that you're feeling in your penis, and we replace it with a more um, flexible tissue so that you're able to get a, a, a straight penis. The nice part about that surgery is that it maintains the length of your penis, Mm-hmm. The downside is you can experience some at least temporary loss of sensation depending on where the curvature is. Oh, my. I said that last time in our last recording. You were surprised then, too. I was. You didn't I like was that. authentic twice. You didn't like that. <laughs> you, you, should listen, you should listen to the show one time. I should. It's I really should. good. I should uh, and then we have um, <laughs> something called a penile prosthesis. And if you have uh, moderate to severe erectile dysfunction and Peyronie's, then that really is the book answer and what the right answer is for you. 
you want to get something in there. You can we can put these two silicone fluid filled rigid cylinders in your penis, really straighten it out. And they're big. And, and they're big. Mm-hmm. And was, the earlier you impressed. do it, the earlier you do it, the better, because your penis is going to shrink as you age, oh. and that peroneus also shrinks your penis. And so, when it comes to maintenance of length and girth, you want to kind of think of these things easy. I need to get my husband in there, huh? Oh boy, mm. poor Michael. At least he won't listen to the bonus. <laughs> he, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I don't think he knows how to listen to a podcast. No, that's okay though. That's good. <laughs> so we we thank all of you for listening. We're going to try to uh, sp- specifically market this so that uh, people get access to it. And if you do ans- ask us a question, don't be surprised if you get the link to the podcast just mm-hmm. because um, as our, we care. Our, our engineers and producers here say this may be the longest time you spend with a urologist is this you know 10 or 15 minutes on the radio mm-hmm. so um, uh, thank you so much for uh, joining us and uh, uh, please enjoy the show KLBJ have a great day <laughs>